Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's promo time. This promo is from Oggy P and our short stories. Oggy is a force of nature. Our stories are unique, engaging and wonderfully written and I cannot recommend them enough. Go subscribe and listen now. You will love them. She also has a book of short stories published. So go and listen and love. Hey folks, how's it going? My name is Augie and I host a podcast called The Short Stories of Augie Peterson. Once upon a time, I had two blogs. Then one day I started listening to podcasts. They seemed like a lot of fun and would combine the thing I was always afraid to share with the world, my writing, with the thing I had no choice but to share, my theater background. So I decided to combine them into a podcast for those millennials that don't have time to read two blogs. I read the original short horror stories I write every other Tuesday and review really terrible horror movies from Netflix, Redbox, Amazon Prime, and even the dollar store with massive amounts of snark every other Thursday. On the first Saturday of each month, I tell my listeners about five new indie artists that I have interviewed that I think they should know about. So if you like terrible horror movies, learning about new artists, really good horror stories, and total nerds, this is the podcast for you. Check out the short stories of Augie Peterson wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information, go to augiepeterson.wordpress.com. Toodaloo! Engage in <laughs> your belly. Engage intro voice. Well, hello, my friends. Oh, oh wait. Oh, wrong script. <clears throat> Birthers of all ages, sizes, binary and non-binary. Welcome to Mirths and Monsters. I hope you are a fine and Yankee Doodle Dandy. While stuck in my booth during this time. I've decided to learn the ukulele. Check this out. On with the pod. Marthers of all age. Oh, hang on. Oh, wrong script. Hello, my friends. Welcome to Marths and Monsters. I am your host, CK. I hope you're all happier than the bounciest of bouncy castles. Myself and the creatures of the night, 
I think Ray has slipped in a sentence there, are at home at Casa Sique, when having a wee break, you see. We travel a lot. In fact, we're not long back from Romania, the Carpathian region. We also research a lot, and as much as we dig it, we thought we would have some fun. Some steam blowing, if you will. So amongst other things we've been trying to learn is heavy metal a cappella. It's a work in progress. Bobby has been doing a montage of potato prints. A mashup, you could say. One of our favourite things, though, is dancing round the garden to the classic Men Without Hat song, The Safety Dance. Each of us wearing hard hats like the construction worker from the village people. It's a safety dance, after all. As I briefly mentioned, we've just returned from Romania, where we met a smashing vampire who went by the name of Drac. An absolutely lovely person, uh, being... You know what I mean. Ray was instantly smitten with them, and vice versa. Kindred spirits, I think. Both considered evil, but not really. I hope. Anyway, while I was there, Drac told me about a friend of his who lived nearby and who I'd probably want to chat with. On such short notice, I asked. Oh, yes, yes, they're very accommodating, he said. So off we went and ended up having a great chat with a new friend. So this episode, we're going to learn about the one, the only, the original... Frankenstein's monster. Nice. Time to put on our learning hats, my wee Murthers. Have you got yours out there ready? Excellent stuff. You're getting very good at this being prepared, you know. I know where mine is for once. I have to go get it. I currently have on my men without hat safety dance hat. Just a wee minty. Here we go. Frankenstein. Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein, if you know your older comedy films. Is it Adam? What is the big chunky fella's name? This has been a debate that's gone on as long as there has been a Frankenstein. My own personal preference is Frankenstein's monster. Or, controversially, just Frankenstein. When you say that name, hardly anyone goes to the mad doctor, Victor Frankenstein. No, they think of the huge figure as portrayed by, once again, the legend that is Boris Karloff. He of the mummy fame. Some have argued that Frankie's name is Adam but this is actually taken from a misquote from the original novel. The novel was written by Mary Wollstonecraft Shelley, and it was entitled Frankenstein or the Modern Prometheus. So in Greek mythology, Prometheus was a titan god of forethought and crafty counsel. Bit of a trickster, if you will. He created humanity out of clay, He also defied the other gods by stealing fire and giving it to the humans, for which he was severely punished. Seriously, it was nasty. 
The novel was published in 1818, when Mary was only 20 years old. Not bad going, eh? It wasn't actually till 1821 that her name was actually on the book itself, though. The line from the novel that is sometimes used to say that the monster is called Adam is, quote, I ought to be thy Adam, but I am rather the fallen angel. End quote. This is said by the creation to Victor Frankenstein, saying that he should be treated as the first of his kind, but instead he sees him as the devil. Which is a bit harsh, really. So you see, over time, Frankenstein has become synonymous with the monster. Certainly by name. Frankenstein's monster is more accurate, but in the same way that a vacuum flask is known as a thermos, even though thermos is just a brand name. Frankenstein is the thermos equivalent of Frankenstein's monster. Not correct, but its meaning is known all the same. Now tell me this. Where else can you find a classic movie monster being compared to a device that keeps hot things hot and cold things cold? Regardless of all that, the Frankenstein that we're going to be talking about today is the one of cinematic acclaim. The classic look. The clothes that are too small because there just aren't clothes that can fit this behemoth. The electrodes at either side of his neck, often mistaken for bolts. The overly large extremities. The dude can stand out in a crowd, right? This is who Drac told us to go and talk to. You know, while we are in the neighbourhood. So we did just that. No appointment required. I recorded the session. So, while me and the crew go back to dancing, and we can dance if we want to, I shall play it for you now and speak to you again at the end. Enjoy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let 
let me just double check that you're okay with me recording you, Mr. Lumpy. I am indeed, and Lumpy is just fine. No need for Mr. Well, okay, Lumpy. I believe we are good to go. First of all, let me thank you once again for being so welcoming to myself and my wee band of misfits. Of course. If Drax says it's okay, then it's okay with me. Besides, I seem to have made a new friend. True. Finn's already fallen asleep at your feet. That is a very definite sign that he digs you. Oh, don't say digs. Gives me flashbacks. Oh, heck, I'm... (laughs) I'm only kidding. Do forgive me. I told you he was funny. That you did, Drac. (laughs) I've also just realised what Drac meant when he said they are very accommodating. He meant all of who you are. Oh, very good, Drac. Gallows humour indeed. Hey, what can I say? It was in my head, so I had to share. I can relate to that. How long have you two known each other? Oh, the longest time. More than two normal lifetimes, at least. There was a gang of us, you know. We bonded over the most confusing of times, and they helped me become who I am now. I should clarify that I meant emotionally, not physically. The one who made me physically was a... He was a... Different sort of fellow. What he means is that the doctor was cuckoo in the coconut. He was unique. That is definitely true. So how did you both meet? Now that is a long story. And one I am going to share with you. I have searched him, Lampy. The time is right. We have found our teller. It's been a long time coming, that is for sure. That's fair enough. Okay. Can I ask how it is being, being a being, whose being is made up of more than one human being? Being a being, whose being... Don't hurt yourself, Drac. As you'll find out, my first foray into existence wasn't exactly straightforward. It took a long while to get to who I am now. The one me, instead of having the memories of everyone who I was made of. Literally. I had a pickpocket's left arm. That kept stealing biscuits out of Abraham's jacket. Abraham? We'll get to that later. My other arm, I later found out, belonged to the landlord of a pub and at the oddest times it would spasm downwards. That was him pulling a pint of ale. My feet, oh, my feet, they belong to a dancer. That's amazing. <laughs> Lumpy, stop it. Okay, okay. I was the clumsiest being you could imagine. It was like I had two left feet. I actually checked to see if I had two left feet. 
Alas, no. Just standard feet. The only memories I had from them was walking on hard cobblestones for a long time. Wait a minute. Your feet had memories? I mean, I guess I can sort of understand your arms. But feet? Oh, yes. Once my left knee had a memory of being kicked by a child with a hard shoe. Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle. The doctor tried that once. Did not work. Oh, no. Bananas everywhere. My left eye, the blue one, used to belong to an artist of sorts. Of sorts? Well, he was a painter and decorator, but he was very good at it. The other eye, the green one, belonged to a patent clerk. Every so often, very odd objects would float in front of that eye, a bit like when you rub it and you see stars for a few seconds. I have to ask, what about your brain? Ah, well, that's an interesting one. I later found out that this brain was not the first one that the doctor tried. He informed me this was in fact the fifth. The previous four didn't quite make the grade. The first two, well, they plopped out, due to Fritz being very clumsy, and Fritz had to go after that one. And then the doctor got an Igor in, much more professional. The third brain started to take, but in the doctor's words, all it did was make the right arm fling up like it was trying to hang wallpaper. So that one had to go. The fourth one was better, but due to a clerical error, this one had been from someone from Barcelona and had me speaking Spanish. The doctor didn't have the lingo with which to interact, so he got rid. The last brain, the one that still resides in this large dome of mine, took perfectly. The only problem initially was that it had belonged to another criminal, one much worse than a pickpocket. The memories of this one scared me in my infancy, and it took a long time for them to subside. There was a moment when there had to be a mental battle, one that I came out on top of, but it was tough, very tough at times. However, this steelier edge did make itself useful. Something I'll find out from Drak's story? You betcha. Can't wait. So what have you done since the time of The Other Tale? After it all ended... We parted ways for a while. I had a home to go to. It needed rebuilding. But it seemed I had a bit of a knack for the rebuilding. Came with how I was created, I guess. Also, the painting and decorating was not a problem. There was a little bit of hassle from the local villagers for a while, but after their previous efforts, when they tried to uh, evict me, they must have felt guilty and let me be to see what would happen. Once they realized I was no threat, they let me be, and a two-way street of trust was created over time. The rebuild of the castle took a very long time, 
but as long as my electrodes got charged every few years or so, I have a lot of time to use. Once it was done, I gave it to the people of the village. They could use it for whatever they felt like. They could use it for shelter when the weather was tumultuous, which it was often. The entrance hall was vast and could be used as a ballroom for events and such. So even after what happened in the past, you allowed them to have it just fully? This castle had seen nothing but madness and bizarre experiments. It had a cloak of fear surrounding it that created, for the lack of a better term, some seriously bad mojo. One of those bizarre experiments created you, my friend. Also true, but one good egg and a batch full of rotten ones is still bad in the balance of things. I wanted there to be life, vibrancy and laughter. There was one other reason, and that reason is why we're here now. In this cottage? Exactly. When I was making my way back from where I had been with Drac and the others. My journey was so long, I was weak, exhausted, famished and so very thirsty. I collapsed at the gate of this cottage you sit in now, and to my eternal gratitude, I was taken in by the man who lived here. He showed no fear at my appearance. He was blind, and the beard... Such a beard. He took me in, he fed me soup, quenched my thirst and let me sleep under his roof for as long as I needed. Now a while back, over thirty years now, he passed on, and word got to me that he'd bequeathed me his home. It was the perfect time, as I'd very nearly finished work in the castle and was about ready to hand it over. And now, here I am. That was amazing. Sounds like you two have gone through so much. Really can't wait to hear the rest. You will soon. You will get your interview with the vampire. I made a pop culture reference, yes? Pause for laughter, yes? Still pausing? This would be a good time to press stop in your device, my new friend. And there you have it, my friends. Fun was had by all. There are some of Drac and Lumpy's adventures ready at the moment. Book one, as it were, of Popcorn and Monsters, for your ear holes to gather in with joy. And there'll be more coming soon. If you'd be kind enough to stay after the music... I have some announcements to make. Thank you kindly. For just now, though, slant you, my friends. Your good health. Okie dokie, folkies. Thanks for sticking around. Firstly, I'm very happy to say a massive thank you to Robin D'Andrea Bishop and to Whitney Zahar for becoming new patrons of Mirths and Monsters. 
Thank you both so much for your generosity. It is flipping brill. Welcome aboard. <laughs> Some of you know I'm doing weekly Facebook Lives every Sunday at 10pm UK time. It's a fun escape. And the last one, two hours flew by. Just like that, gone. It was great fun. All you need to do is join Martha Monster's Facebook group, aka Finn's Fan Club. And that's it. It's a great group of Marthers and a safe place on the internet to relax while things are a bit hectic at the moment. There's also a Martha Monsters website designed and created by Martha extraordinaire Laura Uckert. Thank you, Laura. www.marthasandmonsters.co.uk The episodes are there, bios are there, and links to friends of the show and their own brilliant talents are there as well. There's a donate button if you fancy giving Finn or another member of the crew a wee treat as well. Lastly, there's a short story competition going on as well. The theme is bedtime stories. The word limit is 500 to 1000 words and the closing date is the 26th of April. So you've got time. Send submissions to mirthsandmonsters at yahoo.com The winner will have this story recorded by me and it'll be published on the Mirths and Monsters feed for everybody to hear. Also, of course, there's prizes to be had. All of these things I'll put in the show notes. So till next time, folks. Daddy Fling! Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.